in three, two, one. John, are we live? We are live, sir. Sorry, guys. I know we are fashionably late the last couple weeks. This week was a little bit out of our hands, different than last week where we had the electrical issues in here. But uh, this week we had a last-minute cancellation by a guest that couldn't make it today. And we scrambled a little bit to try to find a replacement guest, but it's difficult to do. Um, and we just didn't want to not have a show because we like being consistent. And John is a man of consistency. When we thought about not doing a show, he said, there is no way we're not doing a show. So John um, very graciously came into studio and cut a bunch of clips out from old shows. And what we wanted to do was do a throwback show. We done, we've done one in the past before. We wanted to do another one that featured a couple of our really cool guests. And John's done a really good job of that. But before we do that, I want to see if John has any shout outs. You know, with everything going on, I didn't have a chance to put together shout outs, but uh, I'm glad that we're here. And yeah, sorry we're late, people. Uh, but as Mo said, consistency is only good when you're consistent. So we just got to keep on keeping on and we'll uh, be back next week with guests. But uh, yep. for today, it's just you and me. Yeah, no, which is totally cool by me. I, I enjoy doing these um, Mo and John shows. And this week, we're not doing just kind of a question Mo and John because we didn't know this was going to happen. But like I said, John came into the studio and started to really quickly cut out some some past shows to uh, to feature for you guys. I got only one small shout out. And it's one thing that we were just talking about before we came here when you and I were grabbing a bite to eat. And it's a best wishes to the people obviously affected by the hurricane. Um, seeing the videos of the absolute disaster that happened to the Bahamas is heart-wrenching and it's almost like it's almost like it's fake it's so dramatic that it feels fake uh, I have uh, friends of mine Brad and Buzz McCall who have a home down there um, obviously very sorry to see the video you guys put up of the destruction of the neighborhood that you guys have grown up enjoying down there and um, best wishes to uh, your friends and family who do um, live down there and then obviously to anybody who's down there it's uh it's uh, it's incredible. We were talking about it, and it was basically a hurricane that was a Category 5, which almost never happens, and then one that was moving at a mile an hour, which never, ever happens. I mean, it just sat on top of the Bahamas and absolutely destroyed them, which um, which really kind of puts your bad days sometime in perspective. I had a couple bad days recently, and I just kept thinking about how um, how lucky I am not to be in the Bahamas right now. I concur. It's as you said. It was just it. It got there. It sat there, and these poor people. I mean, you got nowhere to go. Yeah, you can't know, drive away. No, exactly. And who knew it? Not that being in a hurricane is great by any stretch, but who knew it was going to be that bad? I mean, people who might have left had they known had no idea that they was just going to hover like that. And they're kind of, they're not kind of, they are landlocked. You know, Very, like in Florida, you're like, okay, I'm going to drive north now. I'm just going to get the heck right. out. I can go to Georgia. I'll just drive through the states. I'll sure. get out. People in the Bahamas, especially, it's pretty third, if you've ever been there, it it's third world. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have Atlantis and Grand Bahama and some of the nice sure. areas that... Some of you watching might have frequented for vacations, but generally speaking, it's very third world as well. Mm. People can't just up and leave. No. <clears throat> and... Um, they probably didn't expect it to just sit on top of them for, you know, a sustained couple days at a time. Yeah, I agree. <coughs> and, but yeah, unbelievable. it has moved along. Yep. And uh, 
hopefully the the people that are there that need help will get the help that they need quickly and they can start to rebuild and repair their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to all the uh, people from Florida and the uh, South uh, East who are actually taking all their supplies and shipping them down there because they weren't hit too hard. So they're shipping all their hurricane supplies down there. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh, what do you got going on there? I don't know. I'm going to have wow, a sip wait. of water. <laughs> Didn't My expect goodness. that to come on. Maybe I don't have a safe. cough button here like we uh, did when I, I was know, WGN. <laughs> need like a cough button to shut my mic exactly. off. Our so next studio, else can't hear it. Yeah. our next studio is going to be whacked out with gadgets and such. So cuss and cough buttons. Cuss and cough. <laughs> CNC buttons. CNC buttons. <laughs> so um, should we go on to our first clip? Well, I think that's a, I think that's a fine idea. Um, so, as Mo mentioned, we. Uh, kind of scrambled a little bit. So this is not going to be my best editing by any stretch, but we did want to make sure to uh, come on and say hello. And we thought the one good thing about the show being now a year and a half-ish is we've got a nice collection of content with yeah. some great people, smart people, who have laid out nuggets of information, uh, really gold uh, that we are able to pick from. So this was last minute, but... The first, the first clip I'm going to show is um, from like episode, gosh, I didn't even write it down. It was, it was early. It was like 15 or 16, about a year ago. And uh, it was a young couple, and Jessica and Eric, I believe, were their names, their, front, their first names. Um, and they have a company named Fronin Ice Cream. And if you recall, uh, it was banana-based ice cream. And neither of us had tried it prior to them coming in. And when they brought it in, we actually tried it on the air. I was blown away. I've, we've bought it several cent, several times since. So, But you asked a great question. We always ask uh, for a piece of advice. But you framed it because they were or are so young. It, a little different perspective. And they were still really new, two, three months, I think yeah. it was. So they, you really framed the question, and, and it was just kind of cool to hear Eric's response. I'm going to play that now. You guys give an a piece of advice to young business owners or entrepreneurs trying to get into any business. Yeah, I, I would say just don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, being so young and not having full-time work experience, you know, it put us at a slight disadvantage, but, you know, we, we definitely made up for it with the mentorship that we received and just asking people in the network and the community really helped us out a lot. So with Eric saying that not to be scared to ask, so many people, when they get into a business, naturally everybody wants to succeed, but nobody wants to feel or look as though they don't know exactly what they're doing. Um, and therefore, they'll let their ego get in the way, and they won't ask for advice. And these two were so grounded and focused that I really I applauded them for saying, hey, you know what? You got to reach out to your network. You got to ask. And if, if it looks like you don't know what you're doing for a moment, it's probably because you don't. And just ask questions and get good info back and move on. So that was really cool. Yeah. First of all, like you mentioned earlier, being two, three months in, unbelievable how far they had come in two, three months. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and, um, back to what you said about how amazing it tastes. Incredible. I, I mean, it was, it was a healthy, I think it was 200 to 300 calories, which yeah. was insane for, for ice cream pint, for think. the whole pint. Yeah. yeah. And just absolutely delicious. And the fact that 
they had the know-it-all to seek advice out, like you said. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started, I was very scared to ask people for advice because A, it made me seem like I, like you said, didn't know what I was doing. Right. And B, I felt like I was bugging people too much. Mm, true. And that got in my way of asking, but I've now come to find from a growing a couple of businesses and then also being a person that people sometimes now thankfully reach out to for advice sure. that most people don't mind giving advice and why not reach out and at least see if somebody's willing to help you out. And I found that almost everybody I've ever reached out to for advice has mm -hmm. openly given it to me. I can maybe think of one situation. I won't name the person who just basically blew <laughs> no, me go off. Ahead. <laughs> no, I just basically was like, you know, blew me off. I don't have time for you. But a lot of very busy people will take a couple minutes or a lunch or a dinner or at least a phone call to try to help you out. Absolutely. So please Absolutely. ask. I mean, I, you know, you and I just recently did a show on how to run a podcast mm -hmm. given our, I mean, by no means we're, you know, Joe Rogan-esque at it. Right. But we've come a long way and we're probably experts compared to most, uh, you especially, but we're willing to give people advice uh, in this. You know, I'm willing Absolutely. to give people advice on the legal side, real estate sure. side. And uh, yeah, shout out to them for A, being very, very successful very quickly. Um, really having a good head on their shoulders, mm -hmm. being a couple that's able to work with one another. That know, was the right? other thing in that show uh -huh. where they really got along well. Yeah, they did. Mo most couples can barely get along seeing each other at night, <laughs> let alone being around each other all right. day and growing a successful business together. They were. They were good. So I guess the little nugget is just take your ego and put it off to the side and ask what you have to ask and, and get the information and move on. Say thank you and always reciprocate. I feel it's... Uh, important to reciprocate to somebody who is willing to give you time, but also pay it forward. Yeah, you know? for sure. So uh, the next the next clip we're going to put up was, it, I mean, all of the things we talk about in here are uh, business-oriented and focused and such, but some, I feel at least, um, some show subjects and the guests that we have are a little more uh, it's just a little more important, you know, to put it lightly. Um, and this this lady that we're going to uh, put on the screen next, her name is Kathy Ragnar. She is the executive director of Sarah's Circle. And actually, uh, for those of you that follow us on Instagram and Facebook, um, I put this out earlier, and I thought it was important enough or is important enough to play live on the air and then talk a little bit about it because the work that she and the organization is doing for women who have found themselves in dire situations, um, really bad uh, spells, I really I applaud her and just I, a lot of respect. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on the screen now. This is Kathy Regner. There's specific issues that affect homeless women more so than men. What are some of those things that really kind of set that apart for women who are struggling with yes, homelessness? Yes, and, and I have, when I say I have learned so much in the last 13 years about the complexity of women's homelessness. So many women, at least, at least one in five, are directly homeless because of violence from men. And it's usually a domestic violence situation at their home. And a woman uh, who is homeless is far more susceptible to violence on the street than her male counterpart. Of course. Mm -hmm. And you guys both do temporary and permanent housing, correct? We do. Okay. So we have uh, the drop-in center, 
And then the interim housing program, that's designed for a woman to come in. She has her own bed, her own storage area, and very comprehensive services. And our goal is to get her into permanent housing within about 120 days. Wow, that's very fast. Mm -hmm. So with Kathy talking about um, a woman finding herself in a violent situation at home, uh, leaving that situation, and then finding herself on the street where violence is everywhere and just not having a place to turn, Sarah's Circle is doing temporary housing with the eye on uh, permanent housing and really has done just so much, even since uh, Kathy was on, we've looked into it a little bit and read up uh, different updates and such. And just the work they're doing, I think that she was talking about uh, a new building that they were in the process of putting together when she was here. And it's it's moving forward. And she's just really, she is a uh, an inspiration. I find her to be very inspirational. I completely agree. And after the show, I was actually at a, um, a charity event. And it was an event where um, several different people would pitch one charity and then everybody collectively at the event would back the charity that got the most votes. So unbeknownst to me, I didn't know Sarah Circle was going to be one of the people presented because they literally pull uh, three people to go up and present the charity. Sure enough, Sarah Circle went up and or a lady who was uh, supporting Sarah Circle. And it was unbelievable to watch the entire room quickly vote for Sarah Circle. I mean, it, it was a almost like a landslide victory for Sarah Circle. Wow. And I think it, it it's because of the message. It's because of the hard work they put in. It's because of the efforts they're putting forward to help women who are in abusive situations who then end up becoming homeless to get back on their feet. Because we spoke about homelessness a couple times on the show. Mm. We know Chicago has a problem. Um, better than some cities, but it's a big city with a real homelessness problem. Yes, but it's also very different when it's for women. You know, when when Kathy was on here, she was explaining some of the nuances of the difficulty women face in specific mm -hmm. to being homeless. I mean, I, I can imagine. I, I couldn't imagine being homeless, but you know, as a guy, I almost feel like I, I'd feel safer. I feel like there's just so many things that go on for a woman to have to yes. be homeless. And for her to really focus her life attention on now making sure that this charity moves ahead and, like you said, has a new building mm -hmm. and just really makes a big stand to end homelessness in Chicago, uh, kudos to her. I mean, Absolutely. I, I was in San Francisco between the time that Kathy was here in this show as well, mm -hmm. and we've spoken off air about Oof. it. I've said it on air too. What I think Chicago does so well is – and people poo-poo Chicago for a lot of things, and they do do some stuff very wrong, and there is sure. some corruption in the city, and we tax the crap out of everything. Oof. Basically, the air is left to be taxed. Mm. They're thinking of doing a congestion tax now for uh, commuting. Like, basically, oh, if you're driving, yeah, yeah. and yep. it's, it's they're taxing everything. But right. I think Chicago as a community, set aside politics, does a really good job of taking care of people in Chicago compared to other cities. When I walked through San Francisco, it was like the city had forgotten about the homelessness situation. I'm sure there's charities out there trying to do a good, good sure. deed, mm -hmm. but it was on a level that we would never allow to happen here in Chicago. I mean, it, it was almost an embarrassment to the city, and Chicago is such a great city because of people like Kathy who are spending a lot of their time, effort, and their life's work to solve this, this sort of problem. I have not... I've never 
been in San Fran, um, but just seeing some of the things on the news, whatever news channel you watch, it's hard to escape. And you're right. It just seems they're just stretches and stretches of tent cities and, yeah. and people who don't even have tents and needles and this and that. And it, I, you know, it's real. I, I, I genuinely, you know, I had seen it on TV too, mm -hmm. but I thought it would have been a very saturated little area of a city that's not near the big parts of the city. Right. You know, a lot of crime happens in Chicago, but when you're walking around downtown Chicago, you, you're not, you're not readily seeing that, right. you know, for, for right or for wrong, you know, they should fix the crime everywhere. But I was in Knob Hill in San Francisco, which is supposed to be kind of a nice area. And I went for about a one mile walk to go to a Walgreens. So mm -hmm. I just took a little walk and there was a stretch of, I want to say five blocks where it was like that. I mean, it was homeless person after homeless person after homeless person. It was sad. It was, it was difficult to walk through there and not get choked up because it was right. so bad. It was like the city had forgotten about him. And here you have a city who's got studios going for $3,100 a month. You know, Crazy. There's wealth there. There's people mm -hmm. who have a lot of money who just don't give a shit about what's going on in their city. And, and excuse my language, it, it really is the city and the people have stopped giving a shit about the homelessness right. popula population. So shout out to Chicago and specifically our guest, Kathy, for actually caring and, and making a difference because go to other big cities in the U.S. Right. And I'm using the U.S. Forget around the world. There's oh, some real problems yeah. around the world. But yeah. in, in a very civilized culture in a country like the United States, that should not be on Absolutely the scale not. that we see there. And right. thankfully, our city and Kathy are doing great stuff to help solve it here. I concur. Um, so we're going to do uh, just one last clip. And it was, it's actually, it has, it has two guests in the clip. Um, they were friends, or are friends. Uh, Kelly Johnson, who is the CEO of Ballast Group, and you can speak to that a little bit. Um, and her friend and coach, Deborah Sunderland from Sunderland Coaching, um, they were on together. And it was a great back and forth uh, between the two of them because they have such a good relationship. And you would ask one a question and she would answer, but almost pass the ball to the other and then back and forth. It was a great show. And I just wanted to, you asked, as you do often, uh, for pieces of advice because everybody has their own perspective on things, um, whether it's uh, all business or a little bit of life in general. And I just thought it was cool the uh, the two of them and the advice they gave. And you could see their their connection a little bit. I'm going to play that now. Kelly, I'll start with you. Um, we always ask on the show if it could be for an entrepreneur, a business owner, or just any life advice in general. Any advice for anybody maybe starting a business or who's a business owner? Yes, I, when I, the year I started Ballast Group, Steve Jobs gave the commencement speech at Stanford and the title was Stay Hungry, Stay Foolish. And I never forgot that. Cause I, you know, as a kid I was really scrappy and hungry. Um, but I always remembered, you can't forget to laugh at yourself and you mm -hmm. can't, can't be afraid mm -hmm. to make mistakes and look foolish. Because if you don't try, you know, you'll never get to the next level. I always try to put myself in like one or two notches of, ahead of where I think I am. Because um, that's where I'm going to learn and grow. Deborah, Just to come back within. Be with yourself. Be still. Listen to yourself. Trust yourself. Create what you most want and believe you can create whatever you want. You truly can. It's what you believe. So 
with Kelly simply saying uh, it's okay to laugh at yourself and realize you're going to make mistakes and a lot of growth can come out of those mistakes. And then for Deborah to second that motion by saying just believe in yourself and focus on and picture what it is that you want, whatever it might be, and if you are if you believe in yourself and you picture that, you can move towards that. So it the what I saw from that clip was one saying, "Hey, you know what? You just have to keep moving along." And you're gonna you're gonna stumble a little bit, but take a take a breath, realize it's not the end of the world, laugh it, laugh it off, laugh at yourself, and then keep moving with that belief. And for Deborah to come right behind that and say, believe in yourself and just keep focusing on the big prize. I just thought the two of them uh, put together were great guests. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, Kelly and Deborah both obviously were a fantastic duo to have on because. They shared a lot of different advice, but from similar mindsets, if that makes sense, because they both worked a lot with one another and helping each other advance their businesses. Like you said, you know, um, Deborah was her coach, but Kelly then, you know, grew a very successful business and they worked very, very well together. Mm-hmm. A, they were both a whole lot of fun. We talked about sailing. We talked about a, a whole lot of stuff a whole on that lot show. Of stuff. Yeah, for sure. But I agree, you know, both of them have very successful businesses, but the, the theme was don't quit and keep moving forward. Exactly. And, you know, we've used the term fail forward a couple times here, mm-hmm. but I think that they highlighted the fact that as a successful entrepreneur, you're always going to have some struggle, but you have to make forward motion. You know, don't go mm-hmm. backwards and you're going to learn from every mistake. And I, I love that part of, you know, laugh about it, you know, don't take sure. yourself seriously. You and I were just doing these clips and I'll out myself. <laughs> you know, John and I are trying to better ourselves at doing this, whether it's John on the audio visual side or me as being a host. And we were listening to one of the early shows and I just kept repeating certain things over and over again. And I burst out in the laughter. I said, shit, like this would be torture <laughs> for me. I told John, if you wanted to put me in a torture chamber, make me listen to myself. <laughs> do that episode again for right. over and over again and in right. 12 to 24 hours I'm I'm done. Mm-hmm. But you have to be self-aware to be able to do that. Say sure. okay, like this is a mistake. I've done something wrong. Laugh about it and better it and and eventually try to become the best version of yourself. And mm-hmm. both of them obviously went through their struggles and what they've learned and they're super successful. Um this the strategy of the ballast group and how they look at strategic strategies to help some companies either from uh, launch or even fortune 500 companies they worked with sure. uh, work on their uh, their strategy and their media and how to present themselves mm-hmm. was really a, a very interesting take from her and then obviously um uh, deborah's coaching and her advice was incredible as well so Absolutely. If, if you have a company or you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, those are two people you really should look up to try to either help your business move forward or help you as an actual entrepreneur become a better version of yourself because a lot of entrepreneurs fail at having a accountability partner or a coach. Mm-hmm. They get to a certain point where they're like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm successful, but they don't try to better themselves. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that level of becoming a better leader will help the whole company grow as well. I agree, I agree 100%. Um, and actually, the clips that we have in here, uh, I made mention I had already put Kathy's up this morning, but then these other ones we did just to prepare for today's show last minute. 
but I'm also going to repost them over the next few days because they really are. And I'll put the episode numbers, um, in the, in the notes and put in some links as far as how whoever, uh, is watching can, can reach out to these folks. Cause there's some smart, smart people sitting around this table pretty much every week this week, you know, just you and me. So <laughs> added up, added up our IQs are okay. But um, I think you hit a, a really strong point there, John, because you go on social media or you go on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you go on the internet and you try to find motivation from people. And you look on all these uh, pages that have these motivational quotes and they're fantastic. I look at them, you know, we post some of them from time to time. I've uh, shamelessly been bad at doing it recently, but Our guests have come on the show and the clips that you post, the short clips with advice, Mm -hmm. are little clips that have really good information if you're looking for motivation from anything, whether it be a charity, we've had fitness folks on, we've had entrepreneurs on, talked about struggle, talked about people who've overcome illnesses. I mean, there's so many tidbits of information on our Instagram page or our Facebook page. If you want a quick look, go to our Instagram page, and I, I mean this, if you follow us already, you already see it. If not, follow us, not just to give us more followers, but really, if you want a dose of motivation. I've learned so much from our guests being on the show. I agree. And, and being able to do this for a year and a half, that mm-hmm. if you're the type of person that goes on pages looking for motivation, go on there. Our, our goal at the beginning of doing Wheelhouse was to be able to bring you guys this shared knowledge of people who are very successful or who've gone through struggles. And those little clips you post, they're anywhere from 15 seconds to 60 seconds, and they have gold in them. There's they some do. real gold they information. They really do. I agree. I agree 100%. So those will be out, and oh. we will continue to put more. We have a shout-out we cannot miss. It's in the comments section. If you miss it, you're in trouble. What, what? Maggie, I'm thankful that you, uh, you uh, let us know. Can we shout-out Maggie's mom's birthday? Oh, we cannot miss it. Right, that's right. I did not know, Maggie. Happy birthday to your mom from me, friend. Happy birthday. Um, we were out actually for dinner on Saturday, I believe it was, and uh, had a great time. She's a wonderful lady, great sense of humor, and uh, her mom and dad, Maggie's mom and dad, have been married for forty some odd years. Wow! Coming congratulations. Up yeah, um, just great people. And so, Fran, happy birthday to you. And uh, it was fun uh, uh, over the weekend, and we will be seeing you very shortly as well again. And uh, everything is great, and happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday from me, too. Absolutely. Thanks for letting (laughs) us know, Maggie. So that is uh, today's show. Abbreviated show. but Abbreviated show. I I think it was an impactful show. And like we said at the top of the show, sometimes we can't control when people last minute cancel on us, but we do our very, very best to come back and at least bring you some good content. Exactly. Yep. And next week, do we want to announce next week's guest? I mean, we don't have a, we might not have a clip for him. Yeah. I did not uh, announce him. Sure. Go ahead. So next week we have Sean Jacob on. He has a studio not very far from us called Yoga 2.0. It's blowing up. It's very, very popular. I've seen a handful of people that I know personally on my social media tag there. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to chat with him just from our little interactions back and forth and reading about his story. He's Mm going to be really, really cool to have on the show. I agree a hundred percent. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and really I, I would love to get over there and see it because I've heard great things about it as well. The studio and, and, uh, I, I look forward to meeting him and, and hearing what he has to say and in his journey, you want to do a two person yoga class? I think we should take video of it. I'll do it. Absolutely. You're take probably more flexible than I am. 
I work on it. I work I, on stretching. You know that one where like you have to twist your arms like this? I don't know if they can see it. Like you twist your arms. They can up. see it. Uh, you just want to put your bicep. No, no I can't up. do that. I look like a fool. <laughs> and the crazy thing about a yoga studio is not crazy, but it's just how it is. There's a mirror, so yeah. everybody can see how sucky you are at yoga, and I'm yeah. really bad. Yes. So maybe Sean but can give me some tips to take, when we go on. You have to take time to laugh at yourself and realize do. you're doing good for yourself and keep moving forward. Yeah. Excited to chat about yoga, his entrepreneurship, and his story yeah. because he's got a really cool story as well. Yes. I concur with all of that. So uh, until next week, uh, anything else? No, that's it. We'll see you next week at uh, 3 o'clock Central with a guest. We promise we you. We promise. Have a great week <laughs> and hope you guys had a great Labor Day. In three two